Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We are back at the bank this week because I go in every so often to pick up my $2 bills. Yeah, did you know you could do that? You think it's weird I do that? That's fine, I don't care. It's sort of become my thing. I use them. I give them as tips. If I get a beer, I give a two. I got an envelope at home, five of them in my wallet. And I kind of do this to get them back out there because the thing about twos is you hardly ever see them, right? So what's the deal? Some people don't even think they're like circulating anymore. I've got questions. Yeah, the $2 bill show. This was on my original list for the pod when we started way back when. Kind of fitting, I'm getting to it at the end. This is a niche subject, but again, I love these things, so we're going to do it. I found some other people, though, who love the two, two. In fact, this guy made a movie. Sure, my name's John Bernardo. I'm the producer, director, writer, and editor of the $2 Bill documentary. Currently available for free on YouTube. Twitter is at $2 Bill Movie. Labor of love, sounds like, because you had every job in this film. Why Why the fascination? Well, it's a great question because uh, like almost everybody in this country probably listening to this, uh, I found $2 bills when I was younger. I got one. I thought it was rare. I put it in a drawer. thought it was going to be valuable and worth something down the road. Over the course of my life, I think I ended up with 11 of them, and they sat in a checkbook box in my desk drawer for years. And these $2 bills always fascinated me. And I said, gee, you know, maybe I should do something with these. I don't want to spend them because then I won't have them anymore. So maybe I'll make a short little film. And my original idea was the 30-minute documentary, probably was going to be some history and some hidden camera footage at 7-Eleven. And boy, did it take off. Yeah, curious, what did you find out? Can we like do a $2 history elevator pitch version? Sure. Well, $2 bills were actually always part of our currency. The first federally issued currency in 1862, they had $1 bills, $2 bills, and they were going to make a $3 bill. They, they didn't get to it. Then it carried on through the years. There's a number of different $2 bills. They came, they went during the Depression. Nobody wanted them. They just wanted ones. The twos got discontinued, but they came back in 1976 to celebrate the bicentennial. And this is the two that we know. And they were so gorgeous with the declaration on the back. And they came out in this celebratory year that people thought they were collector's items and not really actual currency. They came out, nobody really used them because people don't use them. You don't see them because you don't see them. You think they're rare. And because you think they're rare, you hold them like I did. So they've just never broken through the, the mainstream idea of these are unique. They're just regular currency, like $5 bills and $10 bills. There's 1.4 billion of them out there. By comparison, there's only a little more than 2 billion tens. So there aren't twice as many tens as twos, and there are even less 50s. Yet we don't think that 50s and tens are rare. We think that twos are rare. Isn't that wild? That's a lot of twos. But yeah, the government was telling the banks, get them out there. The banks are telling the businesses, hey, use these. And people said, you know what? No, I'm going to keep it in the sock drawer instead. I wonder, though, if there's still a case to be made, even though people don't use cash as much these days. But if you do, I mean, what costs a dollar anymore? You know? Right. It is more practical. And, you know, if you buy something for $19.99 and you go in there with a $20 bill, the tax is going to bring it to 21 and change depending on where you live. 
uh, you know, I just bust out a 20 and a two and it's a lot easier than handing them a 25 and getting change or maybe I have two singles. You just mentioned that you like to use twos at a bar as a tip and you probably get a great reaction and you probably get remembered by the bartender when you use it. And what I found was that the $2 bill has this thing about connectivity. Grandparents give them to their grandchildren and there's a bond there. People would always have a reaction. I'd say 90% of the time people have a reaction if you spend a $2 bill. Hello to our next guest. This is Heather McCabe. About 10 years ago or so, I started a project documenting what happens when I spend $2 bills in the USA. The name? Two buckaroo. So I worked in a record store for a while in the 90s in a college town. A lot of people paid with cash. $2 bills would come in. I had the problem of, of trying to figure out where to put them in the register. But I used to have to get the cash all together, take it to the bank at the end of the night. And so I was often looking at the cash and looking at $2 bills. And I would often trade in the $2 bills for my own cash just to save the twos and put my own dough in the wad that I would take to the bank. Yeah, cash drawer. Since you mentioned this, story time for me. Usually when I spend them, it goes pretty well. Except for this one time at Starbucks, the cashier told me it was fake because there was no place in the drawer for it. First of all, there is a spot in the register, uh, cash registers. And this is one of my videos on YouTube. Where does a $2 bill go in the register? They actually made registers back in the day to hold one, twos, fives, tens, and twenties. But because twos weren't used very often, cashiers would turn that slot into, you know, one, five, 10, 20, fifties, hundreds, or, you know, quarter rolls or receipts or whatever, credit card receipts. So it got phased out of the register, but there is technically a spot for it. That is a wonderful story. And that actually falls into a category of some of my favorite examples of spending the $2 bill, because so many Americans, just like you're pointing out, no matter how old they are, don't know it's real. And they think you're trying to play a trick on them or pass one over. I mean, it's so absurd, right? If you were trying to pass fraudulent currency, why would you pick something so attention getting? Like It doesn't make sense that they would think that way. Also, I would pass off something worth way more than $2. I would have like a $75 bill. Question, I did hear from one person one time, bad luck, and I was like, no, this is fun. That's weird. What's your deal? So where did that come from? Oh my gosh, there are all kinds of theories about that. Some people tie it to racetracks. Some people tie it to the devil. Some people tie it to being dirty money that you find at strip clubs. Uh, it's associated with gambling at the track. And so if you were using $2 bills to make a $2 bet at the track and you came home with a bunch of your winnings, your wife would know you were gambling. There's all sorts of Illuminati references and just silly superstitions related to the bill that make people think it's bad luck. No other bill has that like the two does. It has brought me more good luck than bad, I can tell you that real quick, because we mentioned the 50 before. Same kind of thing with the 50 or those gold $1 coins. I mean, what do we what do we think of those? Yeah, it's funny. Um, those are two. I have two different feelings about that. The gold coins, those uh, dollar coins that you're talking about just seem to me, they've always felt trendy. It's always felt like. The U.S. is trying to be like Canada by having a $1 coin, <laughs> but it's just, it hasn't taken off. I see fewer and fewer of them, and it doesn't seem like Americans truly want to embrace a $1 coin like folks have in other countries. As for the 50, it just seems so much less practical. Practically, if you're going to spend more than $50 or you want to take more than $50 out of the ATM, you're going to get 20s. Or you're going to end up with 100. All right. Settled that one. Winding down, if we have interested any of you, I mentioned the bank. They might have them on hand. If not, you can order them because you can ask for the kind of money that you want. My favorite is when I get what I call crispy ones, ones that don't feel used. And actually, here's something fun. There are new ones out there. What people might not know is the last time that they were made was 2022. So if you're getting them from the bank today, they might be crisp and unused, truly. Yeah. You pull the Bureau of Engraving and Printing Production Report, and there they are, new twos from 2022. 
and when they print them, it sounds something like this. The thing about the two is, they only do them every so often when they think they need more, so the dates don't really match up. They printed 2013s over multiple years, and same thing with the 2017s, but we're still getting them. I'll leave you with this. Get out and spend them. Yeah, if you got them, join me in my mission to bring them back. Uh, me and these two you just heard from. But maybe, I don't know, one at a time. We don't want to annoy people, right? Let's slowly work our way in. Thanks for being here. One more of these to go. Can you believe that? I mentioned the new show I'm starting to work on. It's called Do You Work Here? I'd like to hear from you as I get cracking on that. Is there a job you want to know about? Something you'd like me to go try? Our email address is still up, so send me something. I've got questions at odyssey.com. A-U-D-A-C-Y. And again, back next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 